0: Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host Nathan Santo, joined as always by the Letty to my Dom. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing? Uh, yo, I feel good every time we do this intro. <laughs> you like? I keep changing. You know uh, why? Uh, because it's family. Because uh, this podcast something. about family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, Eric... you know why else? No, why? Since I live my life one podcast at a time. Yeah, and our our very own Brian. That's right. It's Eric Ronemack. Eric, how you doing? Oh, well,
1: as I'm Googling Brian, oh, I can't yell, bring the rain. Yeah, I'm no, feeling dead. Yeah, Brian's the buster, dude. It's, That's it's accurate. Paul, it's
0: Paul Walker. Yeah, okay. Parker.
1: I'm just in a car nodding at you from stock footage <laughs> edited poorly
0: or great. You never know. Could but be rain, no matter could be what, rain. everyone
1: says how good I actually was, even though when I was alive, it would uh, flip a coin. Go ahead, Nathan. All
2: right. So I, I will we shed are a little tear during that song every it's time. Right.
0: <laughs> we're back and we're we're shortening the, the distance between the la- you know, we're trying to get back to Tuesday, but we're not going to do it all at once, right? Because we need to leave a little space between the podcasts, right? We can't, can't. I'll be honest about this.
2: I got stuck in a meeting until midnight Eastern time. Now, I say that because it sounds more impressive than just saying 9 p.m.
1: Yeah,
0: it does. so it was horrible yeah, <laughs> it's the worst so it was it was really to pointless life. too so uh okay a little bit of seahawks news uh, seahawks hired three new coaches including seahawks legend deshaun shed let's start with that eric eric how do you how you like having deshaun said in the secondary coaching staff how cool is that <laughs> could you back up and not call him uh hawk legend because earlier today the seahawks
1: facebook page said something about seahawks legend uh gary gilliam and i was like all right Back it up on the legend talk. Well, I mean, he's right in there with Seahawks
0: legend Miles Garrett, okay? Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll say this. Deshaun Shedd, I think that's actually a really good coaching move. This is a guy who I don't think that Shedd had a bad idea of how to play the position. And he was he was decent enough to play. I feel like if he had a more healthy career, he would have been a more solid, consistent corner.
0: Though, uh, not a true superstar. I It's, it's hires like this that, that make it work. One thing is that shed took a long time to have an impact on the field for the Seahawks because he started out as a safety. So he knows how to play safety mm-hmm. and we converted him into a cornerback. So he knows how to play cornerback, <clears throat> you know, and it's like, it took him time to, to, uh, to come, but now he knows how to play basically every position in our secondary, the way that we like to play it too. Cause he learned it all as a Seahawk. Right. Yep, yep, yeah. So, so he knows how to do our secondary stuff. And that's, I think that's pretty exciting to get a guy back like that. I think it's a huge get and uh, some someone who can really like, bring our secondary together, coach those guys up, get them to play in the way Pete wants them to play.
2: Yeah, I'm with you there. I think something that you never want to overlook, a lot of coaches, a lot of great coaches are players who were able to make a a solid career out of less than natural talent. Like Shed had to battle his way onto being able to stay on a roster. Um, He had to learn that position flexibility in order to stick at the NFL level. And he carved out a career. I think that that's, you know, that's kind of the always compete mentality. That's the doing things, the Seahawk way mentality. Like there's a lot of stupid reasons <laughs> in many ways, like a lot of cliched reasons. No, I know. It you really, mean. really makes this a great fit.
0: Yeah. Uh, they also signed uh, t- uh, former Seahawks coach Tater. Carl his,
2: Tater Smith. Right? And his
0: son, Todd. Not not, <laughs> a comic, <laughs>
1: joke. not a comic. Not a comic from the nineteen forties. You don't like Alex
0: Tater You don't like Tater Tot. You don't like that joke, Eric. All right. Um, I thought you were tired enough to love it. So, so Tater You're wrong. Tater, no, it's, it's do you know? Do you know why? Because t- so apparently this is a Russell Wilson hire, and uh, mm-hmm. because Russell Wilson loves Tater, and Tater <laughs> can say things and Pete. And hold Pete accountable, apparently. That's like a thing that Tater can do. So, this Plus, is a
2: what goes better with chicken sandwich perfume than Tater's? All right. Jesus Christ.
0: The <laughs> oh. yeah, so that one got you? Oh my gosh. That's, on. that's
1: <laughs> the one. Hey, man, I wanted a joke that was going to wake me up. I'll say this about the hire. Uh, dare we say good on Pete for actually kind of holding himself accountable or at least giving the illusion?
0: Mm? You know,
2: it's hard for a man Pete's age to find elders that he has to respect.
0: This so good on him for hiring accurate.
2: a 72-year-old. I wonder
0: if the guy was like, hey, you can hire me. That's fine. But you got to put my son on your coaching staff and teach him how to be a coach. Like, it's like, it's just kind of ridiculous. Can we
2: get Wade Phillips to be our DC now? He's older.
0: That's yeah. just, I don't know what's going on. All right. It's fine, though. I, I If Russ really likes this guy and it, it's going to help our offense, then I'm into it. Thank you. I'll, I don't care for opening up the NFL
2: coach's retirement home as long as it means that, you know, we keep our quarterback happy.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's all about the relationship now between Russ, Pete, and uh, John Schneider. We need to make it and, as and good bang as, in Seattle, and make it as good as possible. Speaking, so uh, one speaking of um, relationships that are damaged, <laughs> Golden Tate has been cut by the New York Giants. Uh, do you think that the Seahawks should uh, look his way for maybe a little r- wide receiver depth,
1: Eric? Yeah, let's ask. Uh, you know, we want to keep Russ happy. Let's 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 feel that to Russ. I'm sure I'm sure he'd love it.
0: Do you think that? Do you think that absolutely he might... not to is a short answer there, by the way? Do you think that he also might? Uh, there might be rumors about him and Ciara if he comes here. <laughs> Maybe. No,
1: I mean, if you want to trade Russ, then yeah, just bring Golden Tate in. I told you Golden Tate was washed up. I told you. I'm sorry,
2: Russ and Ciara are 110% horny. There's no percents left for Golden Tate.
1: She gets to style he's, his hair. squeezed out of wants. the equation.
2: They are borrowing ten percent of the thirsty from another relationship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a, I'm all in on Golden Golden Tate career resurgence at age thirty three. Here we go. Uh, we'll golden tate, tate for the, Denver. Golden Tate for the veteran minimum. Let's do it. Golden uh, Tater, twenty twenty one. There you go. Now we're talking. That's really it for Seahawks news, right? There was really no other Seahawks related or adjacent stories in the last five days. That nope, just lots heard. of rumors. Just lots of like more of the uh, same stuff. So, to go for that same stuff, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, I'm going to, uh, I came up with four uh, trades, one from each of Russell Wilson's chosen destination. And before I even say one more word about this, for any of these trades to actually happen, Russell Wilson would have to massively restructure his contract to make it so that uh the Seahawks could trade him, and he probably won't do that. So this uh, additionally, is the, this is the most unrealistic segment we've ever done. <laughs> also, we
2: we are we are uh consuming a balanced diet. So uh we you will be getting something on the backside of this that you will enjoy.
0: Yeah, this is so this is um these are realistic Rust our uh, Rust trades, and I want I want you guys to react. How would you feel if this was the trade that went down? So Okay. Remember, Russ has massively restructured his contract. These are a wash financially. It's it's not gonna ruin our cap, okay? All right, here we go. Cowboys give us Dak Prescott and 2021 second round pick.
1: Well, how are we rating this? Are we saying yes, I, I, we like it, or do you want us to rate it
0: on a like yeah, scale? Like- how about you give me one out of five Dix Deluxes? So five Dix Deluxe's is like the best. You know, you're like you eat all five of them, you're feeling great. I'm dying. Well, happy. Actually,
1: <laughs> you're, you're living your best life. I like how you um, put
0: feeling great. One one is like, yeah, it's, it's like you know,
1: Elvis, I yeah. will die on the toilet. Very nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. Five <laughs> one, no, I don't know. One to five. One to five smiley faces. I don't know. However you want to rate it. Just Eric, you, come up with the, you come up with the rating system, and I will, we'll use that.
1: Five items of your choice at Dick's, because that's, uh, that's a Dick's Deluxe, a fry, milkshake, and two tartars. Okay, um, <laughs> I will give that, you know, dadgummit, I'm going to give that a four out of five Dick's right there. I'm going to say no. <laughs> you knew where I was going. I told you, you woke me up. I'm going to forego the shake. Because I'm feeling strawberry, and we all know that's like an, an inferior shake at dicks.
0: And uh, but I definitely like how you shake. The segment dicks. is off the rails now. Off the,
1: it's 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 started off in the rails. square so, jar. So four, four, out
0: of, four out of five though, you like it. So you kind of like this trade. You're like, oh, you know what? Not I so like bad. I like it enough. If we had
1: to trade him, yes.
0: Uh, so what what do you like about it? Like what's good about it? Dak the Prescott draft is a is not great.
1: He's a young upcoming quarterback this is if you cannot trade for a russell wilson clone then you want a quarterback that can probably do close to as much and i feel like dak prescott although not the quarterback i want he's he's turned a corner a little bit if that's what you were going to say i feel like turning the page from dallas could be a very very good thing for him and a second round pick well geez that's more picks than we already have this year so uh it it's just, it piques my interest. I'll say four out of five.
0: Turn turn back the clock. Six years is the, is kind of the sales pitch, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for sure. All right, Kevin, what do we think? What do you rate it out of five? Uh,
2: I would put it at a, well, I would feel three out of five on this one. Uh, and I would say three out of five because it's going to be really hard to get to five. Honestly, we're giving up a top five quarterback, but we're getting back a top <laughs> 10 quarterback who's 6 years younger, but we're going to have to pay him about 5 million more a season as part of the deal that's going to go through. So um I don't think a second round pick quite makes that back up. I think this is probably about the best trade that we could reasonably get, but I'm I'm never going to be thrilled when you know I, it's, you're it's never thrilled 40, to be giving up pick the best player in trade. by the way.
0: It's pick 44, by the way. So yeah. it's not like it's like a late second either. Middle it's, of the second round, it's a pretty a, solid it's pick. Upper middle, yeah, 12th, 12th pick of the second round. Okay, so uh, all right, that's trade number one. So far, so good. I'm doing good. All right, here we go. Let's go to the, the Bears. Okay, the Bears have come to you. They said they will give you Khalil Mack, 2021 first. 2022 first and 2021 first is by the way is the 20th pick <laughs> david montgomery cole comet and jalen johnson wow you went you all went right real so good. that is so so basically corner my strategy for this too was to read as many blog posts by by people that <laughs> that think that about these teams Interesting. and then and then like kind of come and this actually seems like compensation that most bears fans feel okay about. Just so you know, wow. Like this, this, I'm, I really love that. You did this feel most bears fans would feel fine about this compensation, by the way, probably because the best quarterback in their history is Jim McMahon and Jim McMahon sucks. So a so, so big part of it is that whoa, the Bears whoa, whoa, have never whoa, had, a a bridge, had a good quarterback
1: and a crew cut and sunglasses sucks.
0: Since when? <laughs> uh, <laughs> since, since he, since it was Jim McMahon. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, So what do you guys think? All
2: right. Uh, So that's a starting corner, which is a position of need and a position of high considerable talent on a rookie deal. That is a top five pass rusher, top 10 easily pass rusher um, on a really expensive deal, but a very good player. That is um, a potentially pretty good tight end
0: and three first round picks. Well, David Montgomery and firsts. Dave Montgomery, I would say, is like a middle of the pack running he's back. Fine. Like he's he's solid. Like he he ended last season really strong. He looks good. He's on a rookie deal, so I mean, it's not like you're it's not like you're killing yourself. Yeah, he's all right. Either. He's
2: the kind of guy if you get him in like the third or fourth round, you feel good about that, right? He's, so
0: I think he's w- worth around a second or third rounder right now, just something like that.
2: All right, um, I feel like I would end up having to package those two first round picks to go try and get a functional quarterback anyway and then I'm paying a lot of money to a defensive lineman who's probably worth it, but I just don't think our roster can handle it.
0: Um, Remember, remember, we fixed Rust, redid his deal, though, so like the cap's not that bad. You'll have cap room.
2: Yeah, but like, what's Khalil Mack like, like 26?
0: Uh, Khalil Mack on over the cap. Let's look. That's a lot.
2: I I know that much.
0: Khalil Mack this year. Uh, for 2022, his cap hit cap number is 27 million dollars.
2: Yeah, that's a lot.
0: Um, um, I'm gonna go with uh
2: <clears throat> one. I think that's the best trade that the Bears can put together. I think that puts our roster in a really bad position. We functionally then become the Bears, and nobody wants to be the Bears. Not even the Bears.
1: I'm Eric. going to, I'm a little more optimistic as, you know, listeners will know.
2: Well, you're looking at, you know, we could then sign future starting quarterback Mitchell Trubisky, according to you.
1: Well, how oh, dare no. you? How dare you? <laughs> I d- I'm not a member of the Broncos coaching staff. I don't have this big, dumb face like John Elway. Uh <laughs> <laughs> No, absolutely not Mitch Trubisky. This is where I think we have a better shot than the Bears. You said we functionally become the Bears. No, we don't, because we're not stupid enough to get the general Mitch Trubisky.
0: Or yeah, we, signed, we signed Jameis Winston and or, we're like
1: amazing. Oh jeez. There oh. he is. You knew he was coming out at some point. <laughs> hey, he uh, had LASIK. Also, we're not we're he also not gonna see. sign Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky. So we won't get either Trubisky's. And I'm giving this Neither a of the two, Trubisky brothers two whole dicks out Ooh. of five. I'm saying this is a shake and a Dick's Deluxe. You definitely want more, but it's it's fine if you're going back, meaning we're not doing this trade. But uh, it, it gives us something to build on and trade pieces, trade chips to move up in the draft or get someone like a better than Jameis Winston.
2: Oh, I was supposed to do this in uh, Dick's no menu items? Okay, then the first one I gave I. A the fry deluxe and shake like that nice single person combo this one i'm giving just the fries which are way too greasy but you can eat it in the parking lot you don't have to take it home where it's just it disintegrates you're the just back.
1: getting one you're just getting one fries from dicks that that thing's not making no, it that's the what car, this trade is
0: yeah all right uh dairy Raiders can give you the 2021 first, which is the 17th pick, the 2021 second, which is the 48th pick, a 2022 first, Derek Carr, Mm. and that's it. Or, or you can have, instead of Derek Carr, they can trade Derek Carr to either like New England at 15 or Chicago at 20 and give you Marcus Mariota and that first rounder and a third first rounder instead. I just choked on my own vomit.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm so gonna that's take either, first.
0: That's either three firsts and a second with Marcus Mariota or two firsts and a second with Derek Carr.
1: What are the firsts again? What what are the firsts, the whole
0: Probably like 15,
2: 18, yeah. and then next years or 18 and next
0: years, right? Seventeen and next years, or seventeen, fifteen or twenty, depending on it if it's Chicago or New England that that you trade him to. And then uh, and then, yeah, 2022, which would be like if they if that roster had Russell Wilson, it's going to be like pick 24 because they're going to play in the playoffs and lose in the first round.
1: I'm giving this one
0: shake from dicks out of that. Uh, I'm surprised out you didn't give it one tartar sauce because you hate Derek. Oh, so what
1: are you going to what are you going to do with just one tartar sauce? Come on, You're you kidding. look just dis- look <laughs> disgusting in front of your friends. I'll do it, but I would admit to it. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> I will say this is a one. I mean, Mar- Marcus Mariota is gonna be interesting for two whole games, but uh, Derek Carr, oh geez, can you imagine the hit that that guy's self esteem would take coming here on that deal? Oh, he'd be so sad. He'd just start crying and talking about how how he's a winner and how he can't wait to play, but he'd be like tearing up the whole time. Get Calgon, take me away, get out of here. <laughs>
2: Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh I think that Man. I'd give this one a three as well. I think this is this is your classic combo. It's your uh fries, Wait, your shake, what? and your uh burger, and I would take the Mariota version because okay. I package those two picks this year and go up and get one of the top four quarterbacks. I'm walking away from this with uh Mariota as the transition quarterback, and I can uh go ahead and get Wilson fields or um Lance and put him in the chamber to be the quarterback of the future and I feel trade like up. that's about the best you could do
0: trade up to like ninth and get whichever one falls or whatever yeah,
2: just yeah package those like two picks in the teens and go up as
0: far as I can to get one of those guys yeah, if it's if it's 17 and 15 you might be able to get all the way up to like four or five if it's if it's 17 and 20 then it looks like you could get based on this like nine or you might be able to get all the way up to five, too. They're, okay. they're pretty similar in value, actually. Okay. Uh, there you go. That's Doritos. Okay. Uh, Saints. <laughs> okay. Uh, remember, we fixed the cap issues because Russ restructured his contract. Also, uh, according to – How did they uh, fix the cap issues? <laughs> <laughs> oh, according oh, to Austin's fans, fans, uh, they're getting Russell Wilson. So, they, here we go. Pick Pick any two players on their roster except for Michael Thomas or Alvin Kamara. My my, my ones I put on this list were pick two. Marcus Davenport, Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattermore, or Teron Armstead. Basically, you could pick any two players on their roster except for Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Those guys, contracts are untradeable, and they're basically off limits. Okay, then you get, and why would they want to be traded in the trade that brings them the quarterback? Those guys aren't going to agree to restructure to go up to Seattle. Uh, then 2021 first, which is the 28th pick. A 2022 first, and Taysom Hill. Do
2: we have to take Taysom Hill?
0: Sure, yes, because of the money you can make. We him have a backup, to stay, we Who have cares? to take a starting quarterback, Kevin. He's making like twenty million dollars. yeah, no, so not. let's have to do a Taysom Hill. He's and he's he's not making twenty million dollars. And yeah, we have to take him because of the cap implications. We could cut him though because oh, they'll because get the, the dead cap hit. Got it? They'll they'll get the dead cap hit. We won't,
2: you know. So. That's true. Oh, with the dead cap hit, that would help. That
0: yeah, you, you're you're only going to lose like five million or something. His roster bonus is one point five million. So that's okay. That's all so he could just play of. our flex tight end in the new offense. Got it? Correct. Or you can just cut him and lose one point five million. Okay. No, anyway, all the gadget plays. Anyway, what do you want to do? Uh, what, what first of all, you know, what two players would you pick there? Off the list, I'm picking Davenport and Armstead. Those are, I think those are easily the best two players. But you could make an argument for Cam Jordan over Marcus Davenport. I think they're – Davenport's just cheaper and younger, so I just would go that direction. But Cam Jordan is better right now, obviously. I feel like
2: all of those are pretty good. But I think uh, for cap reasons and what it leaves us flexible for, I would take Davenport and, yeah, probably Armstead. Armstead steps in right away and becomes a starting tackle for us. I mean, um, he's the best he's, tackle He's a in really the league, good right? player. Yeah he's, yeah, he's top three, yeah. Yeah,
0: he's so good. Um
2: so, so yeah, I would I would go ahead and do that. And I would give this one let's see, so we get
0: two firsts, two but firsts. they're both but they're both garbage. They're gonna be like one twenty eight and one twenty five, you know.
2: A tight end, yeah. um, uh edge so think, rusher and think a left
0: tackle. You think Pete isn't salivating to build his offense around a running quarterback like that? No Yo, Tim
2: Tebow retired from baseball if that's what we want to sign. Um I'm gonna go. Tim Tebow
0: didn't lead the league in completion percent. Adjusted completion percentage last I year. I cannot
2: so. possibly <laughs> explain how little percentage. I care. Um, <laughs> and adjusted right. to whatever he threw. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take. Uh, I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go with uh, it's the burger and the fries, but you can't eat it till you get home. So Why your fries do you keep, doing, out.
0: you keep doing this analogy? It's like so funny it's like such a bad it's, analogy it is hey man you
1: started it
0: <laughs> i like i like regret everything now
2: <laughs> eric you, you provided a path to a meme and you expected us not to take it i don't know why you would do that to yourself.
1: kevin's at least being appropriate All right,
2: uh, yeah tell us how big your bag of dicks is for this
0: uh, <laughs> by the way Taysom hill just any pass, all passers above 150 dropbacks last year, Taysom Hill completion percentage for f- first. Wow! If you're first, ever gonna ask what hill Nathan wants to die on, it's the Taysom it's just, Hill. It's just funny to me. Like it's just, fu- <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. Like how did this happen? Because how did he ta- Jimmy Garoppolo did- is no longer a Hall of Famer, <laughs> and how did he take 14 sacks in those 150 dropbacks? Like, just doesn't make any sense. Oh dear. Uh, All right, because for some gonna...
1: reason, when you tackle a tight end in New Orleans, it's second. He didn't. He didn't
0: back. want to get. He didn't want to get incompletions and ruin his completion percentage. That's, that's no. exactly <laughs> it.
1: Uh, this is a one. This is not even a Dix Deluxe. This is just a Charter sauce in the parking lot. I hate this deal. I don't care if we have. I don't care if we have the players and. I'm just I,
2: saying if someone taps your phone and you say this is a tartar sauce in a parking lot they're gonna think something illegal is happening in that parking lot
1: Yeah and then they're gonna be like who's this chubby guy did he literally just stick his tongue in a tartar kit let's go find some real crime I don't want to see this disgusting piece of trash they've got um, something to arrest you for no one's going to watch back, that bring back the, the soundboard
0: with the that is the disgusting act <laughs>
1: that's it <laughs> uh, this is exactly <laughs> what that is though it's it's the tartar sauce in a parking lot What these are awful draft picks I don't care if it, we can all agree on the players uh, I sure don't want Cam Jordan man, Cam Jordan's getting too old um, by the yeah, way if,
0: if pass. you, you force me at gunpoint to take one of these trades Bears trade, because it's a diarrhea organization in that second first round draft pick might actually be a miss to the playoffs draft pick and then uh you sign one of the free agent quarterbacks fitzpatrick if you want like the like the safe floor fun route but i think jamis is uh or cam newton are both very viable options as well and uh eric kills himself if we sign cam newton so you know that'd be a, <laughs> It's possible. Possible. it's and minuses pluses and minuses he commits he commits sudoku <laughs> the, n- the number game all right more realistically the seahawks are going to make a real effort this season to uh to appease russ in free agency to make him happy by the the value of our moves and let's be honest we've we're it's the rumblings have started already this offseason is going to be a bloodbath many teams over or near the cap need to create cap space to either resign their stars or to uh to make moves and there are going to be guys available to pick up all over the place. Now we only know a few right now. Um Oakland. No, Las Vegas cut their starting offensive guard today. Uh who else? Uh,
2: uh interior defensive lineman from the Jets got cut. So Gabe Jackson yeah, right. got cut. Uh Gabe Jackson, yeah. Was it Henry Anderson, I believe? Uh former Colts interior lineman got cut by the Jets. You guys yeah, like that. Some role people, players.
0: People people well, I think Gabe Jackson is better. He's a starter quality player, but yeah, but yes, there, yeah. there, there are quality players already getting cut, and it's not going to stop. It's going to keep happening. So just prepare yourself because teams need to clear cap room, especially if like if I let's say I'm Las Vegas and I want to make a a run at Chris Godwin for some reason, I don't know why because they've spent so much capital on wide receivers, but they're doing it. Well, then here we go. Like you're going to need to back up the money truck, right? He's getting nineteen million dollars a year. You got to clear a bunch of cap room and your cap's already screwed because the cap went down to 184 or whatever it's going to finally be. Or we want to go yeah. get Trent Williams. You know, it's like, OK, well, good good luck. So. So, yeah, we want to resign
2: one of our guys. Well, the cap is lower than it was last season. And last season you spent up to
0: the cap because you're a decent team. You need to cut dudes. I really do feel like the Seahawks plan to have a lot of cap space this offseason. There's not yep. a lot of dead cap on their roster. They have a bunch of fluff they can cut, but before, you know, I think they planned to have like 60, 70 million this offseason, and now they'll have like 30 and so it's it's tough. It's gonna be tough, tougher than usual. But all right guys, so you guys each came up with like an offseason plan.
2: Yeah, so we're gonna Seahawks. do a little offseason oh,
0: role play. Oh Eric Eric yeah, said
1: yeah. Eh. I mean let's let's just be honest here. Kevin Kevin had this great idea and it really is a good idea. Uh, Kevin's also going to excel at this idea where I'm going to be more vague because Kevin's I was going to let you go first. That's that is just fine. I mean, really it's, I was either going to get that I or can,
0: I can help you. I'll give you, I'll give you an assist.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, so, uh,
2: Eric, so Nathan's playing Russell Wilson. Uh, and Eric and I are taking turns playing, uh, PC daddy. Yes. sugar So daddy In this course. case, it would appear that, uh, uh, Eric is going, the, uh, Russ gets a lot of control, in what the front office has to say. Sweet. Well, it's Russell Wilson. Maybe I like plan. this.
0: We'll, we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> maybe the, maybe the front office will outsmart me. Eric, what lo- are you thinking?
1: I will say this. Uh, the big problem for me is the salary cap because originally my plan, before we found out Russ was all upset, I think Russ listened to the podcast and thought I really was John Schneider and was like, whoa, I, I don't like this plan. I was like, we need to go all in on like saving money. <laughs> For next year, for 2022, and because I I saw the writing on the wall, like we all knew the cap was going down. We knew our our situation this year in the draft, our situation with free agents. So how you make Russ happy with no money? This is why my ideas are like, well, you, you, you got to find money, and then you can't do this, and you got to bring in some guys.
0: Remember, the salary cap is an illusion though, and the Seahawks can create a lot of money by just extending guys currently on the roster. There's extend also one oh this will be Carlos. Over. Extend Carlos Dunlap, extend extend Tyler Lockett, extend Dwayne Brown. Oh, boom, there's $20 million in cap room you didn't have 10 minutes ago.
1: So like, pro- here's the problem with one of our things we were talking about earlier, you know, a few weeks ago. Cutting or trading Tyler Lockett, I believe, is now an absolute no. Because you do not want to upset Russ any further. And doing something like that, I think, is going to be very upsetting. I think Russ wants to win now, and he wants to win with his guys. His guys are Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and himself. Dwayne Brown's <laughs> probably on there. Uh, if you look at what the Seahawks did on the offensive line this offseason, season, uh, it's it was it was refreshing, but not refreshing enough. So we still need to shore that up, and that's that's easy to say. Brandon Shell was a great addition. Uh, uh, Lewis played a great a great 2021 or 2020 rather. But at this point, I believe we probably need a real, a real live right tackle, a better center. Um, these aren't things that are easy to come by unless like you were talking about, we have the ability to find someone who was recently cut. This is where I would bring in Nathan to say, Nathan, what are some viable names and decent, uh, ideas of contracts that we could get for this we don't really need to upgrade a lot at center that would cost a lot but i believe like the right side of the
0: line uh that's pretty important well you could shoot for the moon there cory lindsley has been one of the top rated centers of the last three years i would in my opinion he's probably like the third best center in the league uh the best is uh the las vegas guy rodney hudson but uh, rodney but Hudson's really good yeah hey if you want to look smart on like if you're ever talking like with like a guy who watches film uh, just be like, "Hey, you know who's really underrated, Roddy Hudson?" And then I'll be like, "Yeah, bro, totally." And because like it, <laughs> offensive like, line
2: Twitter will be like offensive line of slash
0: film Twitter, like l- they're right. He's really effing good, especially. Yeah, he should blocking. be getting all these Pouncy awards. But but like, there, it's just ridiculous. The 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 level to which people like this guy is kind of silly. He's i I'm just gonna
2: say, if his last name was Pouncy, he'd be in the Hall of Fame already. That's all I'm all saying. Right.
0: OK, this, apparently
2: that's what makes you really good at being center in. But uh, but guys.
0: we can afford Corey Lindsley. like that's totally reasonable if we extend some guys and that's the best center on the market. And then we can also go after a pretty solid guard. You know, we don't have to go after one of the crappy ones. We don't have to go after like Odea Bushi or like Jermaine Afedi's out there. We don't, have to, we don't have to dip that low. We can.
1: Uh, we yeah, can I wait. wouldn't. I wouldn't advise not, that
0: sign one of the best guards that gets cut. So right now that would be the guy who Las Vegas just cut, Gabe Jackson. But I mean, there could be three or four of those guys by the end of uh, free agency that we'll have shots at. So I would say, is your plan like get two offensive linemen, basically?
1: My plan, yes. That's just the offensive line for now. Two offensive linemen. Uh, Another idea that I have is that you're going, we're always talking about manufacturing pass rush. We have to extend Carlos Dunlap, and I believe we have to manufacture a run game. Now, we've talked about that being pretty easy with us out there for a decent budget price. But re-signing Chris Carson, probably not a good idea. <laughs> going with Carlos Hyde, also not a good idea. Uh, sticking with Rashad Penny and a, a James Conner type, someone who's not going to be back with their current team, who's not going to get paid as much as they think they are. And bringing them in, I believe that's somewhere where you can experiment,
0: right? Someone on the like, offensive side, someone like a Tevin Coleman or a Marlon Mack or a Le'Veon uh, Bell.
1: Yeah, but not Marlon Mack because he's he's made of sugar, and he's. I want someone who could go right into the line. I don't want a uh,
0: plus Mo Morris. Oh, you want someone who just runs into the line, like and can't ca- pass catch or pass block? No, no, oh, I, geez, I want. That's, that's, that's Carlos Hyde. That's <laughs> no, 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 Carlos no. Hyde. No, I we want... had that guy. <laughs>
1: I want someone that you could actually ride a little more, you know, to get this to get these victories. Marlon Mack is I love I love Marlon Mack, but he's a secondary back.
0: He's like such a good secondary Marlon back. Marlon Mack I think you're probably waiting back. I think it's you're expensive. probably waiting for cuts then because the 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 top you know four guys in this market are probably all too expensive for the Seahawks or have problems and are too expensive. So Carson's too much. Aaron Jones is way too much. And I think Drake, the next tier is like Drake, Connor, and Mike Davis. And I think all of those guys like have significant enough issues that you don't want to give them $6 million a year.
1: I agree. If I you're agree. are Seahawks. That's why I so said now, bargain.
0: So now we're down in like the Lev Bell, Marlon Mack, Rex Burkhead, Tevin Coleman zone. And it's just like that's – Rashad probably, Penny and Rex Burkhead, I think that is something that they could try – that's... They're gonna maybe they're gonna need to sign like two of those guys probably. Going into any season where you rely on Rashad Penny is uh is asking for, asking for it in my opinion. That's yeah. Just, Going it's... into
2: any season where you're relying on Ivan Lewis is just asking for it.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: Let, let's be real about right. what the problem is here.
0: All right, Eric, you've given me so two two offensive uh, linemen, an offensive weapon is what you're saying of some sort, of running running back or a tight end or wide receiver. You you're saying running backs, running like back that. for sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in on this. We got a short tight end uh, belief that okay. Is like you're gonna a, any, you gonna know do anything on defense? You know, I want to play with stars. I'm Russell uh, Wilson. <laughs> do anything I think on there defense?
1: definitely needs to be something on defense. I think they need to shore up the cornerback position because right now that is. Remember this time last year, or you know, a little after we were so excited, like, oh man, we've got some real talent on the on the cornerback side, and we might have the best secondary in the league. And this was before Jamal Adams, and uh, now we don't really have a secondary, so whatever that means, I'm we not even have, saying
0: – we just have safeties stack them up, yes, baby, stack them safeties. up safeties, and we got really good, flexible uh, cornerback one, just one cornerback. DJ, DJ Reed. And with, with KJ Wright going elsewhere, we can play Bobby
1: Wagner at linebacker. And then we can Jordan Brooks. Yeah. I would say we're probably putting Bobby Wagner up in the front five. Jordan Brooks is six and the rest are all just coverage safeties, safeties, just get more, more safeties on the
0: field. Heck yeah.
1: Actually just put Jamal Adams as the lone guy on the line and everyone else back
0: i will say this i actually do think this is a very deep and talented cornerback class and something i've been wanting to talk about but like there are tons of guys in this cornerback class if we decide you know what Kill griffin you're great you fit the system but you're too expensive you're getting 10 million a year this is this is ridiculous you know sign two or three of these guys right go sign like garyon conley terrence mitchell and aj bouye you know and just be like all right we're throwing a bunch of resor- resource source this but like not very much guaranteed money right with just throw a little bit of guarantees out there and just let them see which one of these guys can stick right like which one of these guys can play in the system because two of these three guys will be good enough right or you know quentin go get quentin in, hope he stays healthy and then because yeah. when he was fully healthy, he was actually kind of good. But yeah, it was it was the the games he played where he was kind of hurt. He was lit the worst. He got lit world. up. Yeah, Trey I, Flowers, Eric, you want to get Trey Flowers back? Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> that joke. That joke couldn't be finished. Sorry.
0: <laughs> joke not All right. ready. All right, uh, Kevin. That, Yeah, that's that's about that's about where Kevin. I'm at. What's your what's your plan to appease Russ? What do you All think?
2: right, of? I've got a five point plan, Russ, and I'm gonna go after things that I know you care about. So first things first coaching we're gonna sit down this off this off season and go through tape you and shane waldron you're gonna grab some food you get some recovery water you're gonna sit down and you're gonna watch tape and figure out which of the play action concepts which of those things that you're on the same page with you're really gonna you guys are gonna do bible study and then playbook study together (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna really have you guys out there as one heart Kevin's Kevin's really leaning into the Bible study.
0: I like. It. I'm, I'm
2: I'm selling this to Russ. Yeah, I got to yeah. think about things Russ cares about. <laughs> okay, this is important.
0: What point point two?
2: All right, point two. Game planning. We might be a little more pass heavy some weeks, and a little more run heavy some other weeks. But the offense is going to run through you. You know, you're the, you're the highlight of the offense. Everything goes through you, and so we'll work in the quick game to keep pressure off of you. We're going to run the ball to get two high safeties broken up so that we can get to play action and the deep passing game, your deep passing game, what everyone knows you excel
0: at. But what about when I have like one bad game and then uh, my feelings get hurt because everyone's really mean about it? We brought Tater back. Tater's going to sit me down
2: every time I'm tempted to say run the ball. And he's going to say, no, Pete. No, you listen to Tater. (laughs) Tater's going to take care of you, Russ. Oh, so geez. for the current roster we're gonna extend Bobby Wagner because you know he's, he's 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 your guy he's our guy you know uh we're gonna extend him and free up nine million spreading some guarantees across we're gonna extend Tyler Lockett we know he's your safety valve and we're gonna free up eight million extending him Ah, giving a
0: receiver a third contract great idea
2: we're going hey, Russ would think so I know he would, but it's
0: such a bad idea. Okay. Sorry, we're I'm going trying to, to uh,
2: we're, gonna, we're gonna re-sign Jamal Adams, the star that we got on defense to play with you. And we're gonna free up a couple million dollars by making it a backloaded extension. We're gonna uh do the same thing with Quandre, who's uh gotten gotten those picks. We're gonna make sure that, you know, the 49ers can't sign him. We're gonna make sure you don't have to play against him, because every good defensive player is getting signed by the NFC West right now. Uh we're gonna extend Dunlap on a couple on a on a two year deal that's going to free up about six million. And that frees up about thirty one million. We've got four million already. We're going to we're going to cut Jaron Reed because, you know, you can't keep everybody. So we're looking at about forty four million dollars there. And then, you know, Russ, I know you care about taking care of yourself, too, but you did this before when we went and got Dwayne Brown, we're going to ask you to do it again. We're going to ask you to restructure. We're going to restructure 12 million into guarantees, spread it out over the contract. And we're going to go out and get the interior offensive lineman of your choice. You want to go get Corey Lindsley for 11 million. That's where that money goes. You want to spend that on Joe Thuney to play left guard. That's where that money goes. We're going to go get that offensive lineman. who's going to keep you upright. So you get to see where your dollar goes. We're going to bring back KJ. We're going to bring back Shaquille. We're going to bring back Puna. We're going to bring back Yo, Because know, we know Russ doesn't like people leaving him. He's got, a, he's got abandonment issues. So we got to make sure we take care of that. We're going to go out on free agency. And there's going to be guys like Trey Turner, Gabe Jackson that end up getting cut. We're going to go get one of those guys. We're going to get a pro bowler to take the other spot. Center or left guard. Whichever one. We didn't pick up uh, on our big free agency signing. So that's going to be two big names. We're going to bring in two big time players on the offensive line. We're going to go get you a tight end in the draft. We're going to bring in a running back like Jamal Williams who can pass block and be that third down back who helps you out. And then on defense, we're going to hunt down some pass rushers to make sure they don't all sign with the rest of the NFC West. (laughs) Drell Casey, he's going to get cut. We're going to go get him an interior pass rusher. You get to see what other people feel like when the interior of their offensive line caves and they get sacked a lot. We're going to go get Troy Hill. You had to play against him on the Rams. You know what a good player he is. We're going to sign him. He's going to come in and compete for that quarterback spot. Maybe we'll go get Brockers. We'll look at a couple of those other interior defensive guys. What do you think?
0: Um, sounds good to me. I mean, like, to well, be he honest. didn't say the separations is the
1: preparation. Good, good sign. <sighs> uh...
2: But if it was, then I thought I had
0: a pretty good I mean, presentation. All the all <laughs> the stuff at the beginning is like is like I think like it, it's stuff that Pete might say, but it's so eye roly. Like I can just imagine Russ being like, okay, buddy. Uh, but but like the the restructure stuff, I don't know. I just don't know if Russ is gonna restructure his contract. I just don't I think know. he would like with the
2: Dwayne Brown deal, where if you're going like, hey, like we've got Corey Lindsley on hold. If you can help us free up the eleven, we're signing and we're him not with you any
0: less total money. We're just right. gonna we're just gonna convert some money into signing bonus. Because we yes. not want Russ to be here anyway. So it's not like it's yeah. Right. I mean, it just makes him harder the thing about from Russ's point of view is if this relate really, so here's the thing Russ is gonna be thinking about in his head. It's like if he converts more money into guarantees, he's more stuck with Pete Carroll. So it's, it really comes down Ooh. to like how stuck how stuck with Pete Carroll does he want to be because to be honest if he doesn't like being with Pete Carroll uh, he can he could finish it up he can be out next year right it's not super hard next year for the Seahawks yeah. to to, uh, to get to get out so so i i have a you know I don't know. I'm 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 unsure where to where to head with this, but I I I like that's
2: why this offseason is so important. Is they basically have to sell Russ between now and this time next year on whether this is the right team for him to stay with.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: That's so dumb. I can't believe it's gotten. Well,
0: I like I like both your plans though. So good job. Good job, good job by you. uh I think you guys both did a good job, but uh, if you made me choose, I'm going to pick Eric's where I got to make all the decisions. Because I mean, obviously, you're <laughs> welcome, Kevin. <laughs> Aren't you glad
1: you came up with that idea, Kevin?
0: Uh, no, no, I, I think, I think you guys, I think you're right, Kevin. I think like the uh, general ideas of yours though are like where the Seahawks are probably leaning right now. And uh, we've heard rumors now that the the whole thing is overblown, and that the Seahawks have a great plan to to really, you know, they've rebuilt their relationship already and it's, it's, it's on to this season or whatever it is. Can I say something that that will back that up real
1: quick is, um, I, my idea of saving it for a year, you know, just save your money, save your draft picks. Uh, that is so anti John Schneider and Pete Carroll. So I would, I would agree with the optimism out there. Just, you know, I think
2: another thing that you want to keep in mind is, um, I think a lot of the restructures and resignings or uh, basically restructures and extensions we talked about are really plausible moves. And you're going to have a big expansion of the cap next year. It's probably going to go from something like 180 to 185 all the way up to like 215 because revenue is going to bounce back pretty quickly. The NFL is just too big of a juggernaut for it not to bounce back. So you can kind of kick the cap can down the road a little bit. And freeing up 50 plus million dollars isn't going to take a lot of work like this. This is part of what Nathan always says about um, the salary cap being, you know, halfway mythical because we won't have to sell our future that hard. We basically just have to buy ourselves a little bit of money. The fact that we were geared up to have probably like 30 million in cap space
0: makes it easier to get to that number. It's classic, like say how the Saints have built their roster for the last six years. You know, you just kind of not as extreme. The there, there's one. There's going to be a bad year where like you have to kind of eat it, and everything's going to be way too hard. But you can do it for like three. You can build like three or four year windows by just doing a bunch of cap shenanigans, and as long as you don't screw up too bad. Then here's the thing: as as long as you don't screw up too bad, because one thing you can do is you can back yourself into corner, which is why I said like. Give Tyler Lockett a third contract. Like giving people third contracts is a big decision in a in a franchise. And the Seahawks, ever since they got burned with Cam, do not really like giving out third contracts. It's they're they're scared. And I don't yep. blame them. They got burned hard on yeah, the Cam Chancellor contract. That 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 contract really kind of was one of the biggest reasons we know we did not experience as much playoff success as I think maybe we could have because they were paying him a ton of money to, you know, be stand retired. on the side stand on the sidelines and basically be retired. And it that's fine. He earned that money. I'm not mad. It's not Cam Chancellor's fault. It's just that's the reality is that because of what happened there, I think they are way more gun shy on third your third contracts than other teams might be. And so I'm 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 unsure if they're like really gonna extend extend like it. They should extend someone though. Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, Dwayne Brown, Carlos Dunlap. There's a million guys they can extend and create tons of cap room, and they just aren't doing it yet. And it is driving me slowly insane because it's two weeks until free agency, and if we come to this show next Tuesday and they still have not made any of these extensions a reality. I'm going to start to wonder what the hell their plan is
2: because I agree. Unless they're ha- going to like try and announce them at the same time, but that seems like a suicidal way
0: to do this. And the other thing too, is, is like you want to get ready for free agency. You want to be ready ahead of time there. Yeah. Like you don't want to be doing this stuff on the fly. And then one thing too, is it's like, let's say you get to free agency and you're like, okay, we go get Corey Lindsley. Oh, now we have to free up cap. Now you have to go to these other guys and they have a lot of leverage because you already made the other signing. Right. You already made an agreement with the other guys. So they have tons of leverage to be like, well, I guess I'm just going to need a lot of guarantees if I'm going to restructure. You know, you don't want to go into those situations with no leverage. And I understand the wait and see approach because contracts could be really weird this offseason too. I could imagine a lot of guys signing one-year deals for between 4 and $8 million who in a normal year would be getting multi-year deals in the $9 million range. But those kind of mid-range contracts – might not be available this offseason so the seahawks plan might be especially with contenders yeah the seahawks plan might be like hey we have russell wilson so we're gonna be good right he's a top five quarterback top five quarterbacks go nine and seven or better we're gonna have 20 million in cap room easy okay we have an easy path to 20 million and a difficult path to 44 like kevin said so so we have a an easy path to 20 million right away though so let's just go into it with 20 million and Let's see who strikes out in free agency. Let's see what free agents just strike out, or what, see what guys get cut. And then we're going to become, you know, the wayward home, the wayward home for uh, for misfit children. We're going to go get everyone who strikes out. We're going to be like sign just tons of guys that strike out. That is a legitimate strategy, but there is an inherent risk because if you don't, if what can happen is you can get left holding the bag, and if the Seahawks get left holding the bag, that's bad. That's really bad. They're going to end up with no one. And so I think you do have to make at least one marquee signing right off the bat and yep. then, and then try to like, and then you can do that strategy with the rest. But if you just don't do a marquee signing and you get left with no one, it is, oh, it is horrible. So yeah, that's a, that's basically it. Um, all right. You guys ready to go to money? I, I just or? have
2: one quick thing on. Uh, so you made the comment about them not giving out third contract. And here's one kind of counter argument in this circumstance and that is the age of Russell Wilson and the age of Pete Carroll might be one of those like, okay, let's do what we have to do to open like a good four or five year window. Let's, let's throw a pry bar in there. Give ourselves this nice big window because, you know, if Pete and Russ go out on top in Russ's age 37, 38 season, whatever it is, then I think that's, something the franchise is ready to live with. And so mm-hmm. that's what makes it a little bit different. Like, it, it was different when you got stuck on third contract killers um, and your quarterback was 27 versus getting stuck on third contract killers and your quarterback is 37.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, there are many... Rough-ass transition. There are many ways to support the Seahawks in <laughs> this podcast. The best way to do so, head over to Patreon. Oh, no. Head over to, let's do punthub.com today. Click anywhere on your screen, and you'll be able to make it over to our Patreon for as little as $1.24 a month. Gain access to the Discord. Gain access to our uh, holiday specials. Uh, another one coming out soon? Another one coming out soon for our March holiday, off-season holiday special for March. Uh, and special announcement with that. We are going to be watching the movie live together. Is it's are we doing Saturday the thirteenth, Kevin? Is that what I said? Uh, you said something. I uh, believe be, Saturday the thirteenth. Yes, yeah. Saturday the. You know what? It'll be in the Discord. Saturday the thirteenth around noon, though. I think is what I said. So Saturday the thirteenth around noon Pacific Standard Time, we will be watching a movie that uh, we will be doing the mo- That will be the movie club movie for the holiday special. It's. I'm just gonna say it. It's Maniac Cop. So if you want to watch Maniac Cop delightful. with me, Kevin, and Eric, uh, yuck it up, have a good time. Then make sure you get in the Patreon. Make sure you get in the Discord. We'll see you there to watch Maniac Cop on the 13th, uh, and then you will yeah, hear the holiday special where we talk about it and some other uh, probably slightly offensive to uh, people that have the same ethnic background as Kevin things.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just gonna be Lots stereotypically of Pete, and Pete references. It'll be
0: it's gonna great. be stereotypically Irish. You know, it's it's gonna be. Uh, like weirdly uh probably weirdly stereotypically eric, Cause it's a...
2: eric is going to uh eat soda bread and nathan's going to drink green beer and i've already
0: agreed to not watch games what's, in new york I'm what's not funny is of... that my wife and i ordered like organic green food coloring to mess with my son on saint patrick's day already so that should be a blast oh no oh, i so excited cool.
2: He's got to brush his teeth extra well with the food coloring. That's going to go well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, hey, He likes brushing his teeth in the morning because he gets to do it. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, thank you to the Patreons who are currently supporting the show. Lucas, Greta, Ryan, Cooper, James, Brett, Carrie, Tom, Sam, Brandon, Nick, Thomas, Foles, E.B., Emmanuel, Jay, Warwolf, Bob, Richard, Kieran, Mike, Flockmas, Keith, and Michelle also. Thank you to the people who gave – someone gave us a new iTunes review, which I know is a huge pain, and I love it so much when we get one. So thank you to Nobody who gave us a – what a great name. Thank you to Nobody uh, who gave us a review on February the 10th. I appreciate it. Uh, Then uh, that is review number – I don't even know. 139. Nice. Keep it up. And then the last thing, uh, we are now – now comfortable enough with our remote setup. So people have asked me before, Nathan, why don't you ever have guests on this show? You, it's just the three of you, you guys always do the same show. And the reason I've never done guests before is because before we recorded in person and I was very comfortable with it. And, uh, like the old man that I am, I do not step outside of my comfort zone. And so now I am feeling very comfortable with the way that we record online and I am ready to, to take, to make the leap, to have some guests. So, uh, you know, Tell me on Twitter, use the handle, tell me who you think that uh, I should have on the show. I would love to have, you know, guests from other podcasts, Seahawks podcasts that you like. Um, I'd love to have um, conversations with some of those guys. I've been on some of the other ones. Now I'd like to bring them into our show. So who do you want to hear in the in the Seahawks podcast? Uh, come in and uh, play some of our stupid uh, hypothetical games and all that all Sean that Clayton. jazz. Let me oh, if yes, please add me John Clayton. I would love to have a, a talk with the professor. So I first can first
1: of all <laughs>
0: fire him out of out of tenure. Okay. Um now movie club today. Uh we usually at the very beginning of the year uh, we we do our most anticipated 2021 list. But this year, because of COVID, it's obviously keeps getting pushed back because we, so we waited and we said the first weekend that there's a major, major releases, we will do it. And guess what? It's this weekend. This weekend has two major releases, one from Disney and one from uh, one from I don't know what the what the production company is that's doing chaos walking. Uh, is that is it Lionsgate? I oh, my goodness. Lionsgate. I
2: can't remember. It's gone through like 96 people's hands
0: uh, and then and then coming to America also this week. So like three movies are getting major theater releases. This yes. Week. It's theaters, being... theater, theaters, uh theaters are, uh, wait, is and the last dragon coming to theaters too? Yes. It's yeah, just so not it's getting side more release. Yep. Just not Cinemark because Cinemark was like, you can't release it at the same time. Okay. Anyway, whatever. So we've got movies coming to theaters and, uh, at the end of March, I think it is the next big, big movie Godzilla versus Kong. Right. And, uh, and Black Widow still has not moved off May 7th. What I'm saying is that movies are sort of back. They're not back. you know. I don't think anyone wants to be in a theater that's at 100% capacity right now. But, but they're the, back enough. But they're back-ish. And uh, and that means movies are coming out and we can watch them. So, but we're going to go ahead and rank our – we're going to do a draft. We're all going to draft four movies. Uh, we're going to draft four movies each. And we're going to see who everyone thinks has the best – summer sl- or uh, movie slate for this year. So we got Nathan. Ke- oh, I, I got to put the random list. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to hit the randomizer three times and uh, whatever it says, uh, that's what we'll do. All right. It And we have come up with, it is Kevin, Nathan, Eric. Okay. So Kevin, and it's going to snake. So I'm going to draw the arrows on the spreadsheet so that we can uh, do it. All right. So Eric, uh, Kevin, you're up first. Go ahead. What movie okay. do you want? Last Night in Soho. I'm just gonna write it down.
2: Uh, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry. I, I just, I just, I feel like I know you really well, so I feel like if you don't pick this, it's not getting back to you. I'll just tell you that. So. Well,
2: well, what's the other movie that I was going to uh, have an argument with myself about whether I should pick this or that?
0: Um, what other movie from this list? The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Paw Patrol the Movie. I'm doing. I'm trying to know. I'm making jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So
2: last night in Soho and Dune are the two that are most tempting in this spot. And it has a lot to do with directors, but also acting talent. I'm going to go with the Edgar Wright movie because Edgar Wright movies have always been really good. And I think Anya Taylor-Joy, who now coming off of uh, Queens Gambit has a ton of hype, but Thomas and McKenzie is also excellent. I think this is one where um, like the the concept behind the movie is really cool. Uh, I just don't see how it could disappoint. It's, it's a, it's high on my hype list because it could be a five out of five for me, but I
0: don't really see how it'd be less than like a B plus. All right. So this is a easy one for me. Uh, any t- longtime time listener of this podcast already knows exactly what I'm going to say. And, uh, if you do know what I'm, what I'm going to say, you're my friend now and I like you. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's F nine of obviously that trailer slaps. It's amazing. I've waited a year for this. I cannot wait more. Han is back. Everything is good. F nine fast and the furious nine is going to be the greatest movie ever put to film. Justin Lin is directing again, which is literally the best person you could have, uh, doing it.
2: And also uh, Han is back. That can't yeah, be said already, more than many said, times. I already I said it. Let's
0: do it again, though. Han is back. All right. Um, it's going to be great. I'm so excited for F9. It's, it's a stupid level of excitement. I know that I probably should pick Spider-Man so that Eric can't get it because mm-hmm. Eric probably won't take F9 from me. But I just have to get on that corner as early as possible. Eric, what do you got?
1: Yeah, yeah. You didn't uh, You didn't play by the draft rules because you know I wouldn't take it. I'm going to take the game, the, uh, the movies that I really want, that I've wanted for a long time. We're going to kick off with the number one one of my most anticipated movies from last year and it's coming this year most likely don't at me bro top gun maverick Oh, top
0: gun maverick oh yeah
1: <laughs> i cannot wait for top gun maverick you know why it's tom cruise in a jet playing uh, maverick we'll, and they'll, they'll gonna get
0: oiled up here. They'll get oiled up and play beach volleyball at some point.
1: Yeah, and there's going to be all these oh, nicknames, and it's going to be weird. So much
0: homoeroticism. It's going to be great. Yeah, you know what? I'm I gonna... hate. I hate Miles Teller. That's why I can't. I yeah. can't with that movie. Like, don't put Miles Teller in that movie. That makes it so much. Anyway, also, son, the original wasn't weird. actually a good movie. No, it's it's okay. It's it's a very average movie that people love. <laughs> I would say yeah.
1: it's maybe the greatest movie about anxiety ever made. But one to one. For number two, I think this is a slam dunk. I probably should have picked it first, but I had to get my vote to get Tom Cruise on the podcast. That's the only way I could do it. Put Top Gun 1. Dune. Taking Dune number two. It's going to be real tough to make an awesome Dune movie, and man, uh, this looks like it might just be it. This is tough Uh, for
0: me. Right here, I could put me in a bad spot. Dune was like the easy slam dunk pick for me because it's like I have to keep it away from Kevin and I would have to pick it next. Now I'm like in a position where I can go like a million different ways. Yep. I'm thinking about like suggesting we add a fifth round. That's how many different ways I want to go. Ooh, I could uh, do the same. Uh, but, but I'm going to take the uh, I'm gonna take the free square. I think this is movies that the floor is really high for this movie. Uh, Tom Holland has done a great job with this character. Oh! I'm going to go Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, because I'm really I think it's good and you know what I'll be honest with you I've been playing that Spider-Man Miles Morales and uh, it's really good I'm enjoying it very much so all right Kevin what do you got Uh, you know
2: mine is tangentially Spider-Man related because I'm going to go with uh, something coming from Sony Pictures Animation um, who did an excellent job with uh, Spider-Verse and they have uh lin-manuel miranda who's the uh one of the the brains behind hamilton um putting together a animated movie called vivo and i love animation i think a good family movie is something that can never be underrated and i think sunny Pictures animation studio has uh really shown me a lot over the last couple years and so i'm looking forward to this one
0: it's a musical right yep yeah yeah nice what about what about the girl power movie? Kevin, you get another pick right here. How about that girl power movie about the lady that kills dogs? You want that one? <laughs> what, how do you how do you make Cruella into a hero? Uh, you don't. She, she's such a girl boss. She killed 101 Dalmatians. It's like that's right. yes. hell, give me a break. Hash, okay. Hashtag always
2: grind. All
0: right. <laughs> rise <laughs> and grind. Yeah.
2: Right. Rise and grind, that's right. Rise, Kevin, rise, shine, Kevin, and grind, you get another one. Let's do um, it. okay. Man, there are so many different directions I could go in this. And there's like 30 movies that I want. I'm going to go with one that I think... Actually, people who know my taste in movies probably don't necessarily... Didn't necessarily see coming. But I think this one's going to be pretty good. I'm not a humongous Marvel person, as you guys know. But... Chang uh, chi and the Legend of the oh, it. is so interesting to me. It's got uh uh the director it was the director of Short Term Twelve, which is uh really well done, and I don't know how the person who did that then makes a Marvel movie, so that's fascinating to me. It's got Aquafina, it's got a lot of you know I uh, you do love uh, Tony Liu like I can't get I can't get too much Tony Liu in my life, um like there's just. Uh,
0: Michelle Yeoh's in this. Lots wait, of really wait, movies. little, little Tony's in this movie. Yeah. What? All right. Well, I, I, I did not know this movie existed. Mostly because, like, I don't care. But is is it Doctor Strange adjacent or no? Uh,
1: maybe it's more Iron Man adjacent. It's gonna be, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird.
2: <laughs> and there's a lot of like weird, good, talented people involved in it. And there's enough of them that like. I don't know if I'm going to love this movie, but I am fascinated by it existing.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was, uh, you guys, you you threw threw a couple curveballs at me there, Kevin, where I didn't see those movies coming off the board. And now I'm like, hmm. Now 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 he has to go with Minions, The Rise of Gru. I have to go with (laughs) The the Boss Baby, The Family
1: Business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to go with The Quiet Place Part 2. Wow. Yeah, ah, okay. Uh, I think it's going to be really good. Um, uh, you can get it on Paramount Deluxe or whatever, so you don't have to go to theater to watch it. Paramount Plus, is that what it's called? I don't know. I bought a year of it mm-hmm. for forty for forty five dollars. I was like, uh, this probably I'll get my money's worth out of this. Sure, why not? Um, so there you go. Eric, you're up for two.
1: I'm going to go. Oh, Ghostbusters two. When they made the last... Ghostbusters. This
0: is Ghostbusters Afterlife, dude. Yeah. Like Ghostbusters Busters
2: 2 came out over 20 years ago. No, so, I don't want
0: to talk about Ghostbusters. This is, like, now. This this is, is Ghostbusters 5? Ghostbusters 4? What
1: is this? The theatrical re-release of the awful mm. Ghostbusters 2. No, it's... Uh, when they made the the last Ghostbusters movie, that was a lot of fun, and I think if you were a kid, especially like a, a little girl, that movie, uh, as Nathan would say, slapped. It was... a. Uh, I, I think for kids, that movie was probably a really fun time. For me, I want the story continue uh, to continue with a new generation, with uh, still paying some respect to the old generation. Uh, whoever's left, who's still alive from the original cast, is going to be in this movie. I'm excited to see what they do. It's, uh, it's right up my alley.
0: Hey, y- y'all, down to switch to five rounds just because I feel like there's enough movies to do. Oh, let's it. do it. Yeah, Eric. Okay. All right, give me your next one.
1: Okay, Boy. my next one. Uh, I. Okay, I got one.
0: This it's... was going to be your last pick, but now it's not. Yeah. Night.
1: So this is this is going to be a little out there. If you've watched the preview, it's amazing how kind of cool and fun this looks, and so I'm going to go Mortal Kombat. <laughs> i don't care what you say it
2: looks like such garbage i can't wait to watch it i cannot
1: thank you kevin i cannot
0: wait i, to watch I cannot it. i cannot believe you took that well i i'm gonna take no time to die i don't know if you've heard of this guy's name's yeah. james bond mm-hmm. uh, pretty cool i don't know if we'd rather watch mortal Kombat than that but i would i absolutely Jesus. would oh my gosh okay <laughs> Well,
1: I'm so uh, very... over James Bond. I'm so over <laughs> yeah. that. Like, You don't
0: like Roger Craig? He has James Bond. This is I like his last movie. His Daniel
1: last Craig? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig is great. Uh, no, Roger Craig.
0: the 49ers <laughs> running back. Uh,
2: he is, uh, the plot of the movie is that a football coach locked his son in an equipment shed, and he is back for bloody vengeance. Is uh,
1: Is Jimmy Garoppolo the secret uh, runner of Spectre? Is that what it is?
0: All right. Kevin?
2: <laughs> All right. Um. Now Pop get Patrol do... the
0: Paw Patrol the movie?
2: I, now I get to do two movies that I wanted to do that are really interesting for weird reasons. So um, one of them is something that... Okay, so Guy Ritchie's doing a movie, and he's doing a Jason Statham movie, and mm-hmm. it's not going to be good, but it's going to be very enjoyable. Yes. Well, it's called not. Wrath of Man, and it's about uh, Jason Statham, whose character's name is H. So wow. that tells you all the character development he's going to have. And he works for a uh, cash truck company in Los Angeles, that's responsible for moving millions around the uh, around the city. Therefore, you know there's going to be like drivey, drivey, and shooty, shooty. And just like, so you know,
0: anxiety. MGM has not put this movie back on the calendar yet, which is worrying to me. And there's they're running out of spaces to do it. Like I, I actually looked at this movie too, and I was like. I don't know what, what ends up happening with this movie. You know okay, what I mean? I'm going to give you an equally stupid movie. But you can I'm take it. Because I, I'll be honest. You're looking forward to what you're looking forward to. Who cares?
2: Okay, so then the other one is um, in a very similar vein. Uh, I I, don't know if I'm going to get this name right, but I think it's uh, Ilya Nyshuler, who is the uh, person, the writer and director of Hardcore Henry is mm-hmm. coming out with his new movie, which is called Nobody, which stars Bob Odenkirk really as too. a suburban dad who, um, I don't know, it's it's sort of like if the guy who did Hardcore Henry did Falling Down, kind of feels like what it's going to end up being. And sign me up, man. I'm here for it. Uh, right. Also, I'm going to put a weird foreign movie that might not come out. Um, so I have two movies that might not come out, and they'll be the same. So Park Chan-wook's doing Decision to Leave um go look Mm -hmm. that one up that one's probably pretty cool um between that and the uh wrath of man movie hopefully
0: one of those two come out for that spot okay um i'm picking the matrix 4 it's supposed to come out uh, holiday and i just have to respect my my elders and uh, my father i will say this it was really hard for me not to pick mission impossible 7 instead yeah uh, because i think mission impossible 7 is going to be awesome but uh but you know what matrix 4 is going to be cool we don't know We know literally nothing about this movie, which I think is really cool, Uh, but it is in post-production and it is expected to come out holiday 2021. So uh, let's let's go. Um, I hope it comes out. That would be cool if if it does. If it doesn't make it in 2021, if it gets delayed for, you know, for COVID and stuff, then, um, you know, count me unless Eric really wants Mission Impossible 7. Count me down for Mission Impossible 7. The two
2: disappointing Matrix movies are the only thing that keeps four off my list, but it should be good.
0: Eric's gonna go with the kaiju movie of the year, Godzilla, uh, Godzilla versus versus Kong. Psych, the real kaiju movie. Clifford, the big red dog. I was gonna make that joke earlier, but I went with Baby Groot.
1: <laughs> uh, so I I actually have Godzilla versus Kong here, but uh, no one cares about these movies but me. I there's like a, a group of people that watch these movies, and Did you I picked that over the Snake Eyes movie. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a Snake Eyes movie, Eric. Yeah. They they don't even have costumes for that movie yet. That movie's never coming out. That's just... <laughs> what about
0: Space Jam 2 and New Legacy? You,
1: you know, I gotta be honest, I didn't love Space Jam 1. I don't like uh, live action mixed with uh, animation unless it's Roger Rabbit.
0: What about the James Gunn Suicide Squad? And we, we, I'm just trying to go over the things we didn't mention.
1: Yeah, that was fun. To... Um, I, would, I would honestly say it was a toss-up between uh, Godzilla Kong, Black Widow, and Suicide Squad 2. Because James Gunn is going to bring his... His fun Guardians of the Galaxy magic to the uh, to the DC universe when when Disney fired him uh, before they rehired him. That is going to be such a fun movie. Uh, Jackass Four man, I just love stupid brainless crap. And uh,
2: Army of the Dead should be some great stupid brainless crap. Did you want a zombie heist
0: movie? Because you're getting a zombie heist movie. Why not?
1: So uh, you can lock me in at any one of these. Flip a coin. Uh, I, put
0: Godzilla, I put Godzilla versus Kong though did you see Pixars
1: coming out with a movie in June
2: they have a uh, Luca I, it's a Pixar I, movie so it's gonna be good
0: yeah mm. Pixar it's called but it's called Pixar's Luca they put Pixar in the name of the movie uh
2: they really often right. end up doing that just for advertising purposes um I think it's
0: because there's already a Luca I'll so. be I'll be honest the trailer gave me like good dinosaur vibes which means that I won't love it but I will like it yep that feels about right uh, okay. Uh, so let's go over it one more time so people can tell us how stupid we are. Kevin is going last night in Soho vivo Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings wrath of man and nobody. Uh, I got F- fast and furious nine spider-man. Okay. If this is which, whose movies are going to make the most money? I won guys. <laughs> <'Cause> my, my <laughs> movies are all insanely so, faster. Furious nine spider-man. No, no way home. uh quiet place. Part two James Bond, no time to die. And uh, the matrix Four. Then Eric went Top Gun Maverick, Dune, uh, Gasp, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Mortal Kombat, and Godzilla vs. Kong. So, uh, who, do you, who do you think had the base slate of movies? Tell us on the Discord. Make sure to add us. Uh, tell us on Twitter. Uh, we will see everyone next week. Go Hawks.